As you may have been able to tell from our memory verse this week, we're going to be in Psalm 121 today. 121, if you want to turn in your Bibles there. Jane talked about uh, a little bit about how it, it, sometimes it feels like the whole world's falling apart, right? It seems like a dumpster fire right now with, with the political situation. It's a caustic political environment. The, the pandemic, which seems to be on the rise again. We have all of these, all of these things, the, the civil unrest, the, the, those that are against law enforcement, uh, just all of this stuff, it seems like there's something new every day. It seems like every day you turn on the TV or listen to the radio, you hear about more stuff going wrong. And so we have been talking for the past few months on scriptures that, deal with, that, that, that tell us what to, what to do with our anxiety and our worry and our fear. These, these verses tell us that there is a God and it ain't you. <laughs> I know that's harsh. But it's true. There is a God and it ain't you. Now what that means is you're not in charge. You don't have to solve all these problems because there is a God that's going to. Amen? So, so we, don't have to, we don't have to solve all this. Now Psalm 121 presents us specifically with a God that is our helper, our creator, our protector, and our companion. It, it presents us with a God that is that is alongside us in the journey and is the destination of the journey as well. And so it's one of the reasons I love Psalm 121 so much. So let's read. It's, it's, uh, it's only eight verses, so we're going to read all of Psalm 121, starting in verse 1. I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. What a great what a great psalm, huh? What a fantastic psalm. So let's study our way through. Let's look first at the context. Psalm 121 is a psalm of ascent. Now what that means is that they sang this or chanted this as they ascended the mountain of the temple, the mountains of Jerusalem. Now Psalm 121 was specifically used for what they called the pilgrim or sojourner it was those that, were, that came from miles away to get to the temple of God. And so they would come, and it may be a festival time or a feast time. It may be festival of booths. It may be Passover. It may be the Day of Atonement. It may, it's a special day. And so they, they start out from all over the, the Middle East heading for Jerusalem for, for, to be on the temple, the temple Mount day. So... In fact, it was used so much like that that it became just a blessing for travel. It became just, uh, they would just use this as a blessing for travel. It became used so much by the pilgrim that, 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 that made the journey 
to get to the Temple Mount. Think about those folks. Think about walking for days, walking all day, and then sleeping by the side of the, of, of the path, and then walking again all day the next day, and sleeping again just to get to Jerusalem, to, the, to get to the temple, to be where God lives, right? Think about that journey. Does that journey make you think? It, it's, it, makes, it, it, it always makes me think that we might just take church for granted, you know? Because it's so easy for us to come to church or to not come to church. It's just so easy. We got a little taste during the, the, the early part of the COVID-19 thing. We got a little taste of what it's like not to have church. But, and, and, and so we were so excited to come back. And in fact, our first Sunday back, I preached Psalm 122, the next one here. But, but over time, we've been back together for a while now, two, three months, and it's, we fall back into patterns. Think about the, the journey these people had to make to get to the temple of God. Think of the journey they had to make just to be there that one time, maybe that one time in their entire life. They had been praying, because Judaism is this way, they had been praying facing the Temple Mount from all over the world every day. It was their Judaism. But now they were going to see it. Now they were going to be there. Now for, for perhaps the first time and only time in their lives, they were going to be at the temple that they had been praying to all of their lives. Think about their journey. They would have sung and chanted this psalm on this journey. And so it, you, can, you can almost feel the struggle, and yet you can feel the absolute trust in God. Can't you? I mean, it, it, it talks about unknown perils but a known God. Psalm 21 presents us, it doesn't address any one particular thing. It doesn't say during this, God is my protector and my helper and my creator and, and, and my companion. It doesn't say when I do this, it just gives us a known God for all of our unknown harms, all of our unknown perils. So what does this say about God? tells us that God is our helper. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Do you notice how he connects these two? How the psalmist tells us that, that God is our helper because he's our creator. If, is there a better helper than the one who created you? Is there a better helper than the one who created everything around you? Everything you know was created by this God who is your helper. Is there some part, uh, some storm that can come that can overcome God? No. He made it all. Is there some virus that can come that, that can overcome God? No. He made everything. He is the creator. So there can't be better help, can there, than the creator who made everything. So he, God is our helper and our creator, and he's our helper because he's our creator. And then it says that God is our protector. Look how many times protection is mentioned here. 
Now, why would that be? Why would they talk about protection so much? Put it back into its context. Who is this? This is Israel. Has, has there ever been a day when Israel wasn't at war? They have always been completely surrounded by enemies. They, they exist only because of the hand of God. They are still today, right now, surrounded by enemies that are stronger than they are. But they exist because God is their protector. Then put it into the, the, the context of the pilgrim making his way there. There is danger from the elements. There is danger from wild animals. There is danger from robbers and thieves. There is all kinds of perils and harms and dangers for this journey to the mountain of God and God is their protector. They get there because God protects them. God is our protector as well. He's our helper. He's our creator. He's our protector for the perils that we face today. And it tells us that God is our companion. How does God keep your foot from slipping? Because he's right there with you. He is on the journey with you. He's our shelter uh, right by our side, as verse 5 says. Wednesday nights, we're studying the book of Colossians. And we just, uh, last Wednesday, studied the verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 6. The verse that I say is literally the theme of all of Colossians. Chapter 2, verse 6. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. We start by faith and we continue by faith. We walk by faith. It is, so we're walking with Christ through this life. He created us. He's our helper. He's our protector. He is with you on this journey. He's with you right now. God is our companion through this life. The life he gave us, he protects, he helps, and he stays with us and walks with us. The, the, the God who, who created and sustained everything, the God who puts, who puts life in death, who puts hope in the most hopeless of situations, who puts faith in the absolutely impossible situation, that God is our companion through this life. He's our helper. He's our creator. He's our protector. He's our companion through this life. So what does this say about us? I think when I look at this, the first thing I see is that we need to look up. We need to look up. We talked about this on Wednesday night with walking with Christ as well. When when we're on a a rough path, we look down. We're, We're looking where our next foot goes. We're no longer looking at our destination. Would the people who journeyed to the the Temple Mount from all all over the Middle East, they would have seen the mountains well ahead of them. They were keeping their eyes on the mountains. What do they say? Lift up our eyes to the mountains. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. They've got the the destination in mind. We need to lift our eyes. We need to stop looking at the rocks that we're going over and start looking at the God, our destination, the mountain of God. It says that our helper is is, is the God, the creator. 
Who could be a better helper? You know, it's funny how we take our spiritual life because we get to the point, we try everything we can try, and then we say the only thing left to do is pray. Really? The only thing left to do is pray? So the, your last resort is to call upon the creator and sustainer of everything? Shouldn't that be your first step? Why is it your last? Why do we struggle over the rocks when we could lift our eyes and call upon the, the, the God who is our helper, our creator, our protector, our companion? Call upon him first. How much struggle would we save ourselves if we called upon him first. And then it says God cares for you. Now, why would God be your helper and your creator and your protector and your companion if he didn't love you? If he didn't care so much about today in your life? He is with you right now, right at this moment. Would he do that if he didn't care for you? Would he care about what happened with your day today if he didn't care about you? He has cared for you from the beginning, your creator, and he, has, and he continues to care for you every day of your life. And he's your companion to you all the way to the destination. So you see how this takes us, creator from the beginning of life, helper and protector through the journey, companion all the way through the journey to the destination. You see how this takes us all the way through? God cares for you enough to be all of this for you today. So what must we do? Lift up our eyes. We have to keep our eyes on the destination. I will say again, those that were journeying to Jerusalem and, and, and to the Temple Mount, if they were looking at their feet the whole way, do you think they would have made it? If you're focused on all of the problems get, of getting there, you quit. Lift up your eyes. Look at the destination. Our destination, according to our faith, if we know Christ, our destination is heaven. We need to live this life with our eyes lifted up, lifted up to heaven, knowing where we're going. We, we, it will help us stay on the right path <laughs> to keep our eye on the destination. It will, help us, it will help us not to get focused on the stuff that's right in front of us, the, the circumstances of this life, to lift up our eyes and keep our eye on the destination. We need to keep our eye on the destination. And we need to trust God, our helper, our creator, our protector, our companion. We need to trust him. He is, as I, as I said earlier, he is our creator, so he began your life. He is our helper and our protector on this journey of life. He's our companion on this journey to make sure we get to our destination. He is everything we need. Christ is everything we need. Nothing more, nothing less. But Christ. He'll get us there. We need to trust him to get us there. 
So let's look at uh, verse 1, phrase by phrase. I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Again, put yourself in the shoes of the pilgrim coming from far away. You see those mountains. That's Jerusalem. Remember, uh, uh, two, three weeks ago, we studied uh, Jerusalem, and there's seven peaks to Jerusalem. So, that, so it's literally in the mountains. And so they, they're looking from this desert at these mountains, and they would have seen them from days off. They kept their eyes focused on where they were going. They lifted up their eyes to the mountains. There's something about mountains, isn't there? I mean, we live here because we're mountain folks, right? We live here because we like the security of the mountains. We like the, uh, the protection of the mountains. We like the scenery of the mountains. There's something about mountains. And God is consistently shown to be a mountain for us all through the Psalms, the mountain of God. Have you ever, uh, have you ever taken a long enough journey, or maybe you, you spent the winter away, and as you're driving up and you hit about Payson or you hit about Globe, you look and you see the mountains, you go, ah, home. That's what we need to be with heaven. We need to look and see home. We need to keep our eyes on the mountains. Where does my help come from? Now, the, this question is asked in the next, or answered in the next verse. It says, our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. But I'm going to stop you at the question because I need to ask you this question. Where does your help come from? Are you still using prayer as a last resort? Or is it your first thing to do. Where does your help come from? Because that's, that's the key to this verse. That's understanding this verse is answering this question. Is God your helper? Is he your creator? Is he your protector? Is he your companion? Or when trouble comes, do you look around instead of up? Do you look for every other solution other than God. Where does your help come from? So what's the, the, the comfort and the challenge of this passage? I, I still say every passage of Scripture has a comfort and it has a challenge. The comfort is, is God is our creator. He's our helper. He's our protector. He's our companion. He's there at the beginning of the, uh, this journey of life. He is there through this journey of life. He is there at our destination he cares for you enough to give you life and to care about how you get through today. God's, God's care for us, an incredible comfort. And the challenge? I think there's two. The first one is where does your help come from? Where does your help come from? Now, you don't need to answer this out loud. You need to answer this between you and God. Is he the first place you go or the last resort? Where does your help come from? And the second challenge, will you lift up your eyes and keep your mind on the destination? Is God your creator, your helper, your protector, your companion, 
Are you headed to his destination? I'm going to ask that you bow your heads for this question. Where does your help come from? Do you need to surrender this morning? You can. It's a simple prayer. First, we acknowledge that we have sin in our lives. God, I have sin in my life. I've done things wrong. I've said things wrong. I've thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. But I trust that Jesus died on the cross to save me. So I ask you to to forgive me for my sin because of his finished work on the cross. And I ask you to be my help, my protector, my companion through this life you've given me. If you prayed that prayer for the first time this morning, let somebody know. Maybe this morning you know Christ. You are connected to God. But as you think about the last couple of weeks, he has not been your, the first thing you go to. He's been your last resort. Will you this morning answer the question, where does your help come from? Will you lift up your eyes and see the destination? Father, we thank you for this psalm. We thank you for just this simple reminder of how to live life. We live life with our eye on the destination. Help us to lift up our eyes. We ask in the name of Jesus. Amen.